Hello, you guys. We are back, back, back with an all new jam pack episode of Booty Bear Talks the podcast. I am your host, Rachel Hemingway, and it is time to motivate once again. Thank you to all my listeners from California, freaking Illinois. Show you know who you are, Chi Town, Chicago. You know how we do it. Who else? Maryland. Atlanta, Georgia, all my guys, the ATL, New Jersey, all my peoples in Hoboken, Orange. Oh my gosh, you, you, this is getting amazing. And I even have new listeners in Ohio. Get out. This is amazing. I don't, I don't even know what to say. And also, you know, last but not least, you know, I got to represent my home, New York fucking city. You know how we do. BK representing all the way, Manhattan, Bronx, Queens, Long Island. Shout out to all you peoples. I love you. I hope you guys are safe and don't do nothing crazy. Because <laughs> I'm sure try not to in the month of July. It's been hot as hell. Also, this episode is sponsored by Anchor.fm, the dopest site to make a freaking podcast for free. Child, if you want to make a podcast, this is your cue to make one. I inspire you to do it. This is the best way to like, hey, bring out your creative side. You want to vent, you want to make a show, do it. This is the site to do it. Now, let's get on with today's topic. It's going to be basically be about bullying, self-esteem and feeling useless and powerlessness. This is one of those sensitive topics that no one wants to talk about, especially not even myself, because it does bring back a lot of painful memories, especially when you're an adult. People that are in school, probably middle school, high school kids, I feel you. This is the episode for you. And I'm here to give you some encouragement based on my experience, what I've gone through. Also, we're going to be talking about besides the bullying and how it affects it costs us to have low self-esteem and also feeling powerlessness to do anything about it until we summoned up the enough of the courage to defeat and overcome our own weakness. Myself, Elena, Ashley, and Peter are going to be here discussing on the struggles of being bullied and all the damages it caused and how to sincerely overcome the darkness that comes along with it. Yes, you guys, I'm here to tell you, whoever that's been bullied, I am been there with you. It does get better. Don't ever change who you are. You are unique and fun and you have your own wonderful sauce that no one can ever touch your own flavor. Yeah, I always relate things to food because it keeps my mind going. It keeps me smiling. I want to hopefully it'll make you smile as well. Don't ever change for who you are. And I always say in every episode change your poisons into medicine change every struggle transform it actually you can't run away because it's gonna come back up and repeat itself until you come up some of the courage and face that person the right way and that's how you overcome those dark ass challenges hey even as myself as a 34 year old is challenging myself every single day and we're gonna be talking and also we're gonna be having a wonderful food session you were going to make my all new, a new recipe called 
the brown butter caramel chocolate chip cookie. It's one of those recipes I got from Stovetop Kisses, the dopest Instagrammer. She's a dope chef. She's done like, she's lost weight. She's done keto recipes. She's done all this fun stuff. And she's from the South. So, not like a fellow Southerner to spread the love. You got to check her recipes and stuff. I go on YouTube, type in Stovetop Kisses and get some encouragement recipes. This is one of her recipes from her um cookbook as well. So it's going to be all in the link in the link description box below when you check her stuff out on youtube.com. Um with, without further ado, are you guys ready to motivate? We're going to be also getting to discussion with me, Elena, Ashley and Peter on how we overcome our own bullying in our own unique way and how we develop the self-esteem to not feel powerless to overcome the trials and tribulations. Without further ado, before we get onto the program, take a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. And remember, it is time to motivate. Hey, good morning, love. Welcome, welcome. Hey, welcome. I'm here. How's it going, Buki? How's it going? Well, this morning is a little busy. However, um, it's only because my mother-in-law is coming over. So I'm pretty excited about that. That is amazing. I'm very happy. I'm happy she's on her way. Y'all might get this party started. Yes, dear. Good health. God be the glory. I hope everyone during this crisis time are, is in good health. Or if you're not, please be recovering and feeling, you know, 10 times better. But, um, you know, as things start to come to a bit of normalcy in New York, yeah, mm-hmm. it, um, it feels good because I haven't seen my mother-in-law since the uh, pandemic started. So. Oh, yeah, because it's like ever since this pandemic started, it's just been like... Yep, everybody has really been, you know, at least on my side. You know, and I will hope for many others because, again, New York is taking a turn in the right direction, right? So um, that just goes to show how much we're really standing together on this and, like, really not joking around with the social distance. Like, I love my family, but no, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now, sorry. Is, you are so silly, but yeah. <laughs> And, you know, like, today's topic, like, it was, it's about bullying, and it's, like, mm. I, I, at first, I was really very hesitant to really do this, but at the mm. same time, I was, like, um, hello? 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 Oh, no, I'm here. Sorry. I'm, and a- I'm listening. Oh, okay. I keep getting phone calls coming through, so I'm just like blocking them. But you continue to speak. I'm here. No problem. Yeah, because I was saying that I was like very hesitant on doing this topic because it. I was afraid it was going to bring back a lot of memories, a mm. lot of a lot of hurt, and a lot of untold stuff that I've been holding and carrying it through my adult life. From my early, from my teenage early years through my twenties, and now into my thirties, and I was just like, nah, I have to like really, I want to really heal and let go. But the only way I'm gonna do that is be very sincere, be very open. Yes. With you, 
and the rest of my podcast family here on Anchor and show them that I am a human being that does go through bullying every other damn day. Whether it's with at work, at a religious organization, or probably dealing with school. Nah, I went through it. <laughs> I mean, and at the same time, it takes a very, very, very brave person to really even, like, you know, allow someone into that realm. You know what I mean? This is this is your time to heal, Papa. So, you know, like, um, this is a really, really a good way to do that. So, let's hear it. Let's, let's Alrighty. Uh, alrighty. Because, um, yeah, how this is really gone. What up, you guys? This is Ray here, and I'm here to tell you about the Anchor app. It's the easiest way to make a podcast up to date. To make it break it down for you, it's free. It has a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. It will also distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and much more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listening ship. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. It is time to motivate. Okay. Hey, Hey, you guys. I'm sorry about that. Well, no worries. Little technical difficulties, you know. Let's give the others a couple of moments to get in. See if yeah. this one works out. Okay, let's see how how this goes in again. Okay, let's rewind and let's do it. Let's take it back. Okay. Yes, we'll take it back and let's see if we can get everyone to get in first. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can, but this part can it or not? I can. I could clip it. I could clip this part right. out. I could do it, and I'll, just, and I'll just edit it and say, hey, this is what's going on. The, it'll jump right into it. Exactly. But thank, but thank goodness we're doing a rough draft of this shit, so I'm happy right now. <laughs> Me too. Me too. It's a lot of good communication, so. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, because I had to put in the message. I'm like, technical crap. Yeah. But um, I'm not going to lie, when I try to sign in, it gives me quite some some uh, issues as well. But um, you just got to keep pressing it until you see it. Okay. it's That's my experience. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not letting Peter in. Hold on, stay on here because this shit is annoying. Okay. I'm going to see if I could do it the old-fashioned way. Uh, okay. I'm going to send this to Peter. Uh, I'm going to send it to, to, to him. Yeah, thank God I'm editing this shit. This is crazy. <laughs> no worries. It's quite all right, Papa. Trial and error, trial and error, but we're getting better and better each time. Each and every time. That's a good thing. Um, It's like, like I was saying, like, I've been holding all of this in, like, for a very long time into my adulthood, and now I'm just like, okay, it is time for me to heal. And I have to let it out. And I'm not I'm not exposing shit. I'm gonna let it out where I'm not exposing names, but I'm gonna say the underlining stuff that caused it. So cause I'm gonna keep it classy, but keep it real. 
Okay. But um and not for nothing, like you said, it's it's time to heal, baby. You know, um it's time to heal. And also, like I remember you telling me that, you know, like you've graduated into a different class, you know, in your um Buddhist practice mm -hmm. where you're no longer a part of the youth division. Now you're a part of the adult division. Like the men's division. I won't Exactly, and I won't. I'll be graduating at the end of the year because, oh, yeah, man. it's like when the age if you're in the youth division between the ages of 18 to 35, you're like you're still youth. But since I'm 34 I, and I'm my birthday's on to what next month, I see, and it's like they're gonna graduate you into it next year, so it's like I've I started the practice when I was like 24, turning 25. So I had a good, I had a good run. Right. And, and this is like something you can give to your youth. Mm -hmm, so that God I can. Forbid if they're going through this. And I want them to like have a place where they can feel confident they can be themselves. And in the SGR, the Sokogaka International, where I chant, it is a place where you can be yourself. And you won't be judged. And I uh, said, so, and it's like, it's a very wonderful place. It's like my second, it's like a second home to me. So it's like whenever I have problems with work or with a person or dealing with stuff outside in the outside world, you can name it. I went there just to get clarity on what it was and just just chant and let it and bend it out how it's feeling and just and pray on it right so it's like but also relating to that um i ain't gonna front oh this is so hard but i'm gonna give it my all like growing like in my early early 20s like i already knew what i wanted to do i always knew i wanted to do something in the food industry but i wanted my own I had to like really I knew what I wanted to do but I wanted my own business but also hey since I'm about to own my own business I could be a performer too why not I didn't have no dance I knew how to dance but didn't have no dance training but I just had a gift so why not share that gift and so I went into culinary did what I love got into the mm -hmm. program for free and it was a good experience, but it's at the same time, it was an experience that wasn't all too swell. Uh, how can I put it? I think this is what after the, the people what I was with that I went to school with are amazing because they were adults, they were older than me. I was like the baby of the group. I was like the baby, and everyone was in their 50s, 40s, 30s, late 30s. Wow, okay. It was a very mature crowd, and we was all looking out okay. for each other. And so this should be a mature crowd. Stuff. They done drugs, but they uh -huh. turned it. This is a place where they turn their lives around, and they cleaned themselves up and got high-paying jobs. And I was wow. a part of that, and I was just like, wow. I went to a trade school where they transformed right. people from where they was at into these dope-ass people. 
it was it was interesting. I met two right. of the most amazing people in my baking class, and I would sometimes go into the cooking class to like see if I could learn a little something. Something the chef was like, "Yo, come in, come in." He would invite me into the class because I'd done my class early and it was it was done, and I could be at my homework and stuff. And this is when. I had my adopted sister mm-hmm. when she was staying up here at the time. And and with my time with my family, it was not a very open moment time. <laughs> it really wasn't. I was telling with verbal abuse. I was getting yelled at. Right. I even I was I was like working full time at at, at a drug at a fucking drugstore. <laughs> And I was going to school. It was just like I was going. I was going through so much at home, like verbal abuse, getting yelled at. You ain't doing nothing at home. You're not doing it from all your family members. Because I was in the family. I was. I was very lazy in the beginning. I'm not gonna lie. I was very lazy. But later on, but the thing about me was that I worked and I could keep a job. And I would put my mind to it. Because everyone will always tell me, hey, you're lazy. Right. Come on. You got to do something more than this. You got to grow up. This, that, and the third. And there was moments where those, those moments where I got yelled at almost got into physical. And I don't hit girls. That's not my thing. I would just be the man enough to take it. I was just taking it. No, I wasn't getting hit. I was more like you were I was taking the verbal abuse and I was like and I was almost about to snap and knock people's teeth out. <laughs> so meaning you would be verbally abused basically like there would be things said to you you know in a mm-hmm. cold way exactly. and instead of you, know, you would feel more and, phys- physical and it wasn't mm. it wasn't good it really wasn't good Lena. I, I'm okay. gonna keep it above um and it affected me that bad like even when I was at work I was very sad I would stay quiet to myself and my coworker be like, yo, what's good? I'm not, I haven't seen you like this. And she was very worried. She would pull me to the break room. And my managers got to the point, like, like, it, yeah, it, it was bad. It was, like, it was worse. What's going on? People don't understand, you know, just because you are not physically, you know, harming someone, verbal words do um, carry its weight. But, um, it carries its weight. But on top of um, that, I'm going to say this I was part going to school. I was continue. passing all my tests. Um, I literally, I was passing all, I was doing really well in school, but I was very, very quiet. I would interact with my classmates and my teachers, but it was really they were worried too. 
they were worried too. They were very, 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 very worried. They were like, they were what? Being lazy. And all this stemmed from yep, being lazy being about verbally abused being about gay being on lazy top of that. from different family members. And okay, yeah, it was it was deeper because back in them times, oh, they were like, oh, you chose this, da 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 da. And I'm like, no, I didn't choose this. I was meant to be this. I, I was. It's. Yo, Yo it's laying a life for real, for real. Yes, it, it was crazy. Sh- Until, like, I think when I graduate, like, yo, I passed all my quiz. I think I flew up one quiz, but I passed everything else. I made a makeup quiz. I made a makeup school for it. And I passed everything else. I think on my last day of my classroom session um, okay. that I passed, um, and I was going to my internship at the World, near the World Financial Center, in Manhattan and I was getting paid for it a hundred dollars a week plus on top of I was working at my old job at the time at the drugstore me getting mad guap I was doing really good for myself I was making something for myself but mm-hmm. this is where I wasn't I was giving money to my to paying rent and stuff and I wasn't spending it on myself and that's when the money problems started happening. And then that's when everybody was assuming, oh, you're spending too much. I'm like, no, I don't spend nothing. All I spend is on doing laundry and getting a little bit of food and from Stop and Shop. And I would usually get canned food and like, by now, like how you see how I'm cooking and baking now? Because that's because now I have money in my pocket and as I get to do that more back then, I couldn't even do that stuff. Yeah. Because I was getting, felt like I was getting clocking my Mm-hmm. Everybody was clocking your money and to do Exactly, to do see? You're nailing it. And you weren't doing that you wanted to do. This okay. is when Continue. I think my bosses got real. I think my teachers got more. My teachers got worried. <coughs> Mind you, I my pastry, my pastry chef instructor. He was like, "Ray, if you ever really want to talk to me, he said you got you can talk to me. You got my number. Come to my office and we'll talk." And he's gay and fun as ever, and he's a successful pastry chef instructor. And he's gay on top of that, so I was like, "Okay, why not?" And mm. I told him what was going on at home. And he was like, is everything okay? Mm. He was like, no, it's not. I'm, I'm telling him like I'm telling you. Right. Getting verbally abused. Getting, getting talked <laughs> about from my adopted sister's co-worker. Because she worked at Mac at King's Plaza at the time. And she was a, oh a talented hey, makeup y'all. artist. Hey, Ash. Hola. Um, Hey Peter, they made, we all finally made it in. Hey. So yes. I just got off the train. I'm waiting for the bus. I'm sorry. Hey. It's all right. I had to update the app. Okay, okay. But um, let no me worries. continue. Um, okay. I was saying that. Okay, my patient chef was. I was telling him what was going on, and he was like, "Okay, this is not right." And he's like, you seems like you're getting verbally abused. 
you're doing really well in class. You're doing really well at your internship. And I think my internship mm-hmm. boss was like, I didn't know because I wasn't interacting as much. But I kept on working. And yeah. it it was just like it was really it was tough. It was really it was that was like the, one of the toughest I've been through. It's like and then when I graduated, I got yelled at by my mom, of course, and you would think that would be the most happiest day of my life, graduating from culinary school. I got yelled at by um by my adopted sister as well. I was never I haven't been this embarrassed in my life. Remind you, they didn't have to pay a pe- penny for me going to school. I went for free. And this is all like a big slap in the face. For wow. me, that, that is. And this is where how the way that you know mm-hmm. I kept so much in. Because I didn't have no one to go to except for my pastry chef teacher. And I couldn't tell my aunt and them because my aunt was already in her mode and saying, hey, you did this to yourself. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. And this is where Ray, the Ray you know, surrendered to having everyone talk to me any other type of way. And I didn't know how to express myself. And that stemmed going through from working at my old job at the internship to now working at the new job at New York City Technical College. Now we're fast forward. I I graduated. I passed my internship. And I worked at New York City Technical College in downtown Brooklyn for over close about four years. I'm done. I went through a lot of ups and downs. And I had a classmate of mine that was with me through the whole thing. I was lucky enough to know her. Um, cause she passed from the COVID-19 and she was an amazing, she, I told her, she knew what happened and I talked to her. She was like, no, she was one, she was a wise one. She was telling me now you have to get your life back because that's not fair. What you went through now you get to take control. But at the same time, I didn't understand at the time I was letting this whole thing happening to me. Because I thought it was, I was just like, oh, I must be doing something bad. So I deserve every verbal thing thrown at me. And I have to have thick skin. Just because you're a man doesn't mean you, you have to always have thick skin. I'm a person with feelings too, just like everybody else. And then to the point where you get to, in this part, during working at New York City Technical College, I went through a lot of ups and downs. I wasn't happy, and I, it was a lot at home was still going crazy. Um, to the point now, I didn't have a lot of friends because they was I was the blabbermouth at that time. I didn't know how to close my damn mouth, but now looking <laughs> back, yo, now looking back, that's a whole like, fact. I was a blabbermouth in my, you know, in my twenties, you don't know anything better, but you learn a lot through trial and error. Mm -hmm. And I was, and exactly, nobody in this life is perfect. Nobody, like, uh, but it was like, it was really, it was hard. Mm -hmm. It was really hard, and then to the point, I think one day. 
I, w- I got yelled at from my doctor sister. Oh, you're not cleaning the house. You're not doing this. You need to get it together. Um, you need to start acting more maturely. And then I was going through mad shit at work. We already had a manager that got far- one of my favorite managers got fired with some that they just went with someone that I did and just fired him for no reason. We were going through transitions with a new manager, and this fat motherfucker wasn't even helping us out at all. Just worried about his money in his pockets. And we had two shoe chefs at the time. And the one, you had a Jamaican shoe chef where he was amazing, and I'm cool with to this day, but I just haven't opened up them as much. And there was another one where he was Spanish, and it was cool at first, but then his demeanor just wasn't right. And when I was getting myself together, like prepping for the next day or something, and I was just getting ready to clock out, he said something to me. I can't remember, but he said something to me. And I remember I blacked the fuck out. He was yelling at me, you ain't got it together. Who the fuck do you think you are? I flipped the fuck out. I threw Elena, y'all, I threw a frying pan at him. And the oh bitch wasn't even hot. That's how much verbal abuse I was going through at my old job. And that was only a taste of it. Because I don't even want to express what was going on because... Yeah. Mm. It's not even a taste. That's built up. When you allow something for way too long to be going on, it's going to come out one way or another. This is exactly why, you know... People don't realize, but you become an adult and for you to be holding back is like ridiculous because people get to an adult life and don't understand. This is where you get to be honest without apology because, you know, we're conditioned as children Mm -hmm. to, you know, be respectful and do this, do that. Everything is by an order versus you being a free thinker. So you grow up thinking that you're supposed to, you know, oblige to seniority and and, and mm-hmm. because they're older, they're right. And that is not technical at all. People learn from children every day. You know what I'm saying? But choose not to acknowledge that or allow a person to grow and be a person. See who that person is and adjust your training status. Just because you are an adult does not mean that you get to rule somebody. And and that's that, you are absolutely right. And, that's and, where a lot of and, shit and, and, do and go wrong and goes pops off. And then it comes to bite you in the ass later. But then that's when, like, yo, like, I threw, like, I literally, like, a lady you would never mm-hmm. believe, like, coming from me. Y'all would never believe it coming from me, but... I threw that fucking fryer pan so good, like it almost I, I mm. want to whack him and knock his mm-hmm. ass unconsciously. My GM had to say, "Yo, he had to put me in the office to calm down," because he saw the whole thing. This fat motherfucker's like, "Nah, you in the wrong now. Calm down, breathe, <laughs> and breathe." He's like, "Yo, breathe." He said, no, I'm sick of that. I'm not his fucking, like, I'm not his fucking slave. Like, who the fuck are you talking to? He's he's a Mexican cookie monster. Who the fuck are you? You just a minor just like me, a minority. And how are you, just because his skin. Mm-hmm. 
it don't matter what you That's are. You fact. talk to me with sometimes people. Human. Sometimes people forget once they get into power that they were at base just like everybody else, and they get enraged with power and they forget their roots. That's a whole fact. Um, I definitely yeah. agree with that. Yeah, they they getting their they getting their power, and right. they forgot that power could be taken right away from them without us when it's not. We've had that experience together, Ray, at the roastery. Oh, girl, I was looking for I was looking for a frying pan that day. I was looking for one. I was gonna go to the lower lobby and was gonna get one. I, I was gonna get one actually. Like, yo, I was like, I didn't want to show these people in, in, at, at the roasting who I was. They didn't know who, how unstable I got. Or, like, I've learned a lot from Peter and Elena. I'm not the one you want to fuck with. Because, <laughs> yo, because it was stuff I didn't even told Peter and Elena. As I didn't even tell them. Because. <laughs> Yo, like the stuff that we went through there, it was some of the stuff we was working together. Cause Elena and Peter came vouch for this. We went through a lot of shit, a lot of verbal abuse. We got yelled at and everything. Like we was their little kids. I'm not the type of person, honey. I, 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 I I'm gonna keep it a buck. What if we talk with this whole pandemic going on and all this bullying and shit? Cause we're like, oh, I'm hired door. This that shit halted everything. It stopped. They was like, nah, everything's now getting exposed. You're telling me like I'm supposed to take in what you're supposed to take me. I'm like, this is why I want to be an entrepreneur in the first place. Because I want to create a space where we're all a family. We're all equal grounds. There's no higher level up. If you're a higher level up, act like you're that higher level up and have, and show that compassion. If you don't have that compassion, don't be in that fucking position. It's going to fuck you up in the end. But if you don't care, they don't care. And that's a whole fact. And it's like... Speaking, it's like... Speaking, it's like piggying back with that experience that I almost hit my shoe chef with a damn frying pan. I was just like, from that moment, I started carrying frying pans with me everywhere. Like, I even carried a little one, like a little iron skillet one. Not that heavy ass motherfucker, but I started carrying it with me, going to work every day. That's how my mindset was. I was like... Let's go. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yo, I became a dealer three years ago. And when I got into when I got into the job I'm in now back in twenty twelve, I think it smoothed me out, but at the same time, it was a bit of verbal abuse here and there and I've spoken up to a lot of leadership about it. And speaking of that, even in the religious organization, I went through that too. Oh my god, really? Honey. How can I say this without revealing too much? It is to the point because Peter and Elena have been going to my performances, mm-hmm. and they can and and they can. I don't know if they could pick. Even Genevina went with me. Even Genevina yeah, supported me, but she peeped it. How can someone within a religious organization get a higher position? Like a vice leader or whatever. Mm-hmm. Get beside themselves. 
and look down on other performing groups like a bunch of little kids. Remind you, this ain't the first or second or third time this is happening. Because I'm not saying no names. But I'm not going to throw people near the bus because that's not what I'm about on this show. But what I'm about is this. How can you create harmony and you're, and you're creating disharmony and devaluing people as human beings at the same time and look at it as, oh, we're uplifting. That's not uplifting. I don't know what cockamamie bullshit you own, but I'm watching you. I, I'm not with that. And when you know, mm-hmm. people have a tendency of taking words and making their own meanings of things, you know, um, it's so messy. Mm-hmm. Like I speak to people of like different cultures, different, you know, <laughs> ethnic groups. And a lot of times when they talk about the English language, man, because people's difficult, listen, they yeah. always mm-hmm. talk about how this language is the most difficult. Why? Because things have way too many, is <laughs> way too many meanings for one word. So I don't know where these people are getting well, definitions gotta... from, but you know Next the general song. definition is normally the first one, one, and to be compassionate and you know want to be. Well, you gotta um, understand what's the English language. The English language, English language is always evolving. Each generation mm-hmm. will create. One word that was used back in the day and do a whole completely mm. meaning today. That's the truth. That has been doing. That have been doing that lately. What 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 word? What word would be? What word would be the best example for that? Um. um oh God. Let me see. I'm trying to think. Come on, teacher. Let oh. us know. Bitch. That's the main tough. word. That's tough. The main word, bitch. That's my favorite word. <laughs> yes, how, that's my how word. Many, how many? How many? different definitions we have for bitch? We got that's dog. We got dog. We got girlfriend. We got bitch. You about to get fucked up, um, bitch. I got tea to tell you, like. This is that, the tone and the way you use the word. Yeah. Because then it could be like, it'd be like, bitch, or. Bitch. or uh, what you gonna call it like B? Right. Wanna be like yo B? That's like another the, oh, the N word, like yo nigga, yo. So like so, you B, you would know in context. Ah, ah. Nah, I mean, right, but it, it is. It, it is. Remember, these words are not. I mean, it's, it's a, a female whore. An urban dictionary, like. Oh man. Each generation creates its own terminology for words. And the evolution continues and the craziness. Right. But but we also have the general concept of things as well. When you think about, like, when you're working with a general population, are people really using a wide band of words? Are they trying Mm -hmm. to use words? to make sure that people understand what's going on. You know what I'm saying? When you're when when you're in the midst of, you know, religion or, you know, schooling, you know, general concepts, I'm not thinking people are trying to use words to like really take you out of context or confuse you, but more or less like generally 
pull people together and how you uh, take in what it means. So, again, when you're in a position of leadership, like you said, Ray, as far as the compassion and, you know, the the integrity um, behind it. What was it? The compassion and... Yeah, like, those two things are very simple. Like, I don't see how you can dissect that and interpret that wrong where you're like being controlling and you know feel like you're putting people down like where the where does that fit and being and being an asshole and not at all that they fail to realize that they're blocking their own blessing by them doing that you're suppressing not gonna make but shit way worse than what it is and then they want to want to tell you oh you need to get it together come on you know how to do this okay you know how to do that Bitch, shut the fuck up. You, you can't even learn how to wipe your own fucking ass. And you want to sit here and fucking tell people what the fuck to do? Shut the fuck up and lick my fucking balls and learn to listen to your own advice. Shit, you're full of shit. Shut the fuck up. Stop, stop, stop. Because it, 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 it infuriates my fucking brain. And it's just like... You can't even learn to tell yourself what might or wrong. You're going to tell me what to do, and I'm older than you. The only person that should be telling me... The only person that should be telling me... The only person... Listen, listen. You can't even say nothing on that because once upon a time, our manager manager we had was younger than both of us. Oh, God. 24 years old. Our general manager, so... And I'm like, how do these people move up? And that's not, I'm not knocking their hustle, but I'm saying nah, like, on, it'd, be, it'd be politics. It'd be word politics. Because sometimes we find out the real nitty gritty too, though. Like that. I mean, not for nothing, our manager was a really, I feel like she was a really great manager. Um, I learned a lot from her and I respect her. But it, mm-hmm. it, for me, it's all based on someone's ego. Yes, she, that too. Oh, yes. She didn't have the ego, our manager. She was, mm-hmm. you know, she played around and she joked with us, but when it came to when it, what it needed to be, Ray may not have seen it too much because Ray uh, didn't work close to her like I did. Mm-hmm. But she would let me know if I fucked up, I fucked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But See, that's I something I, I respect. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't have a problem with that as long as no, you're but I mean, like, properly. I mean, like, I mean, like, based on, like, the age and everything like that, like, it, it all depends on the person. Like, not everybody's going to be the same. Yes. Not everybody right. has yeah. the same yeah. um, mentality. Correct. She was 24 years old and she kept it professional as best as she could. And she, and she did an amazing job Do it from what I was seeing. She did an amazing job. I mean, there's stuff she, she could have worked in, but mm-hmm. we're all human. We all growing. We all learn something new every day. Like, and it's just... I had a manager. I, I will tell you this. I had a manager when I worked at McDonald's. Yo. That one manager, he's a very cool manager. But if you pissed him off, that was... Uh, that was uh, the world ended because he wouldn't want, he wasn't one of those managers that would be petty and like write you up. No, this was a manager that whatever he had in his hand, he was throwing it mm-hmm. in whatever direction. Mm-hmm. 
And those would be the best. They would be the dopest ones. And it's like when. All I know is he's lucky he ain't hit me with none of that shit. Because if he would have hit me, I would probably be in jail still. Oh, boy. And speaking on that, let me. And it's like picking back, like. Yo, I think. I don't think I told y'all this. I've kept this in for a very long time. Another part why I don't tell y'all about me. But hey, we're gonna heal. I have to heal from this. But You're also, why do you fucking breathe? <laughs> why do you breathe, bitch? Mm-hmm. But um, I'm not yes. going through the verbal abuse at home. It 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 may sound really cliche, but it's like. I didn't get my confidence at home. I got my confidence from somewhat at work, at the culture center and at work a little bit. Because at home, I was always told you were the lazy one. You ain't going to do this, you ain't going to do that. From aunts and everybody. And, and since when your adopted sister does the unthinkable of taking money from the one that took you in from the family and they think they ain't gonna get away with it, that's foul, that's wrong. And till this day, it's like, even though she ain't apologized or none of that, all I still do is pray for her happiness because she knew wrong was wrong. Uh, how can you, but the thing with piggyback was that I even talk about how we need how I need to get together, but you turn around and do the unthinkable. And you take from my mom thinking you're not going to get caught. Now, re- now, remember this. If you would have called my mother back in the day, you did that shit, you would not be alive. You I, stole, be alive. I stole money from my mother, and I, I don't think I ever survived that. Yo. I, th- I think I skipped like, I think I skipped like four weeks. Slept the shit out of me so hard. I didn't remember anything else. Oh shit, yo, my mother's worse. <laughs> oh, but shit. it's like, <laughs> oh, shit. yo, <laughs> that's some, yo, yo, she definitely don't play. Yo, yo, I came into the house that one day, and the 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 living room and the whole house was <laughs> dark. I know what the hell was coming for me. All I knew was I got the, my ass handed to me that day. Did I learn my lesson? The fuck I did. Yo. That's right. That's right. But you know what? Right. Sometimes that is. But, um, but, uh, yo, it's this that. I'm sorry. I'm dying over here. Y'all Even her co workers from Matt came and told me some shit because they would come tell her, say, Oh, there was another gay guy in, that was working at Matt, was like, mm, I will do the mess out of him. Mm-hmm. And remind you to this day, he's in a wheelchair now. Mm, and someone must have did a uh, number on him while he was in bed, huh? Mm, pretty much. I ain't gonna throw, I ain't gonna put, expose that. White, out there, white, but... white, girl, um, white girls moment right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the, yeah, the whole white girl scene movie. That scene oh, right there, wheelchair moment, one on one. But um, that's like her coworkers came to me 
saying like, yo, how you must be such and such is brother. How you doing? So I'm doing good. And, I'm just, and this is when I wasn't living in Brooklyn at the time. And this was all told to me. She was like, yo, the reason why that girl got fired because yes, she got fired because yo, she stole stuff and she did a lot of shady shit. So I was like, wait, what? Her? She said, mm-hmm. And a lot in the part, remind you, a lot of the co-workers did not like her. But at the same time, she was like, no, all jokes aside, I'm being really real with you because you seem like a cool dude and you always been respectful and stuff and very bubbly. And I, we, we need more positive energy people like you. But your sister did wrong. She got fired for stealing. And I was like, even the manager, even the manager's like, she had proof, showed me proof and everything. Because she was in charge that day when it happened. And I was like, I never got fired from a job. I got laid off because of health inspection, but never fired. Coming up right here, right here. But it's, but it's like, it's it's really it's crazy. So it's just like oh, on top of that, and then I never told anyone that hey, whoever think that Ray got molested when he was a younger. So hey, let's just figure that part out and. And yeah, a lot of deep dark stuff I never told. And this happened in North Carolina when I got molested. So it was like, it was a long story. I ain't told anybody. I ain't told my mother tell recently, like years ago. She was upset. Like, why you didn't tell me? Ugh. Okay. My mom as well. Do you want to tell it now? Uh, we call it Buddha Bear Talks. I have to because I'm not a dirty turkey. But Gotta let when it I was go. younger, living in North Carolina. That was in school at the time. I was living in a trailer park. And. Female? That was that was a really, really. This is how you know. It was from, it was a guy. Was it a guy? Was it a girl? Like. He did stuff, and it wasn't good. And no one can. I think I was like crying, like hysterically, and I was just like, "It's funny." The guy that I knew, he lived in. He lived in the trailer park. Not far from where my grandma was staying at. And I know there was sick people around that time, but motherfuckers are sick. I had my first taste. And it, it wasn't good. And ever since then, I felt like I don't think I killed from it. Or I, I thought I was just wasn't worthy enough. And I, was just, I felt dirty. And I was just like, you don't do that to someone that's... That's... A virgin on top of that, you just gonna do that and take it away. It's like you, it's like your whole instance got taken away within an instant. It's like, okay, I'm gonna do this. Mm. And North Carolina at the time, this is why I, I was so happy I didn't go back to North Carolina because, and that's when all the teasing stuff began because they used to tease me about saying I was a gay one and. I was talking to one of my friends that I graduated with. I'm still best friends to this day. You meet, you guys will meet her soon because she's trying to come to New York when this whole virus thing calms down, when this whole pandemic's over with. 
um, she was telling me stories how, how I was got teased and people were just like how I was getting teased. People would enjoy it. This person would enjoy it and got a kick out of it. And I think in in class one day I got so pissed off, kicked the shit out of her. Sorry, it's okay. I kicked the shit out of her. And that's the thing right there. And I'm gonna, you know, Young Ray, I'm so happy that Young Ray is speaking and getting everything out because you are not, you're not that person anymore. That's number one. Number one, you're not that person. That anybody try that with you now, I'm pretty sure their ass will be All conscious somewhere along the lines of like half dead in the hospital or worse. Okay, so that's number one, right? Number two, I want you to really understand, like, you get to be so honest. When I say honest, people think you got to be. No, that's exactly what you got to do because that's what people expect. Acting like you ain't got no wholehearted sense Mm -hmm. to get your point across when you're upset. That's not well. I wouldn't say that's exactly what you have to do. I think you can get your point across. No, but I mean, like that's what people expect. A, a single like, freaking curse. You can definitely put people. Of course they do, but then you hit them with the wall. You hit them with the oh snap! I didn't know that person. Yeah. So positive. Even though I'm still doing this, I didn't know that this on. Going on. Even though I'm trying to stop them, like yeah. this is my experience at my current job right now. Did you say hold on? Okay. Okay. Well, like I said, um, you know, this is my experience at my current job right now. You know, I live a pink life. What does that mean? I'm unbothered, I enjoy it, I come to work, make my money, go home. I don't really care about what nobody got to say or what you think. And it took a very long time mm-hmm. to get here. You know what I'm saying? But something that I noticed, because I am so positive and so vibrant, people feel as though, okay, well, she's weird. She's off. Let's fuck with her today. And little do they know that I'm so geared up from being bullied in life and coming to understanding that, you know what I'm saying? You and I are both human. We mm-hmm. we bleed, we, we laugh, we cry, we hurt, almost the same. You know what I'm saying? So, like, That's what, what, what can you do to me that can't be done to you? Like, what... You know, that's that's my understanding. What can be done to me that can't be done to you? You know what I'm saying? You want to poke around and mess with somebody because they're different? You Well, guess what? You about to open up this can of worms. Oh, hey. Wow. hey. Sorry about that. Yo, that's... I hate when that happens. Sorry oh, my about God. It, no, I'm so sorry. I was like, I thought something happened. Yo, it's like it jumped out. I said, damn it. <laughs> no, that's all right. Um, I we were just picking back and shit. Yeah, we were. I really hope everybody's able to join again. 
Yeah, don't worry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna edit it out. Oh my okay, god. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, uh, I'm doing. I'm gonna have some work done for me today. <laughs> no worries. I'll be today. right there with you. you. Hear me? I'll be right there with you if you need it. Oh, but gosh. I'm gonna continue telling the story until everybody um signs in. Yeah, go ahead, continue, honey. So you know, like I said, at work I sing out loud. You know what I mean? Not in a super obnoxious way, but just in a way where my spirit could feel. You know what I mean? I'm a feel. I'm an impact. Mm-hmm. So I need to feel my energies. You know what I mean? And when I'm where I am, the energy vibration is so low. So I bring my own. Um, and people find that to be weird. How can you be so happy all the time? Um, I don't know. Maybe by just being happy. I don't, you know, why don't you just try that real quick? Um, so, you know, uh, recently... You know, because um, I made a year in June, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, recently, um, I have these uh, supervisors that basically feel as though they need to be down my back at every given second, like no matter what. And mind oh. you, I don't even. Yeah, my I fault. I don't know what happened. People. Sorry. No, nope, it's okay. All of us. That okay. happened to everybody. Don't feel bad. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. There we go. We're back. Okay. All right. Everybody's we're back. back. Okay. So, yeah, I really don't, um, you know, I don't work with these people often at all. Um, you know, I'm more of a night person. Um, that's how my scheduling is. But when I work in the morning, from time to time, I encounter these people. So mm-hmm. they feel as though they need to be breathing down my back like fire breathing serpents. <laughs> and um <laughs> like Charizard. <laughs> oh shit. Charizard I a Charizard Yo, no, Charizard was cute. Okay. What do you call them? Nasty looking gargoyle dragons like that. Like that. So basically <laughs> I got a picture for y'all later then. I got one. <laughs> <laughs> so they feel like they need to be down my back at all times and Something that you know, my my um my coworkers offer me is to wig out at one time. I'm looking at them like, why should I do that? Because these people feel some type of way about me. They don't even know me. For if they knew anything, I'm the best that you people have. From time I'm off probation, Mm -hmm. okay, award, 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 award. It's not because I don't know what I'm doing. It's because I do it, and I do it freaking well. Talk that shit, Now, exactly. It's cool. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm really happy that you mentioned it as many times as you did, Ray. But confidence is something, you know, yes, um, it can be given, but it's something that you have to pride into yourself that's the whole fact it's, it's you so gotta brainwash yourself exactly because sometimes you're not gonna get it from home just like you said you've learned a lot of things outside of your own home and don't get me wrong i had room to be confident where i was but at the same time there was a lot of confusion in my life and i'm not gonna give that to nobody my confidence comes from my damn hello self. And, it, and it comes from that people... shit, queen. Yes. yes it comes from people <laughs> like you rain it comes from people like peter it comes from people like ashley who project their lives in such a positive fashion and it's like damn Mm -hmm. yes yes 
that I remember the first time working with you. You couldn't stand mm. my eyes. Gargoyle dragon soul. I was a rainbow gargoyle dragon. Yeah, you show us a rainbow Charizard. You sure use fire blast every single chance you did. I was, <laughs> shiny, I was a shiny Pokemon at work. <laughs> you you work with him, okay? You work with him, you know. But Ray Ray a- worked with me Ray's work Ray's worked with me in two different eras though true Ray's worked Mm -hmm. with me as in your psycho bitch era oh lord it's still a psycho bitch era it's just toned down (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead it's just toned down because before I tell people the stories of before and now and they just be looking at me like are you sure I'm like oh Y'all don't know. Y'all really don't know. I'm looking like they don't know. I remember the first day I got sent to his store, they promoted me within, I think, after two weeks of seeing my work. And once I got put into the position, all hell broke loose. (laughs) I waited the first week just to test the waters. And then they pissed me off the second week I was going off. But, like, I have a question for you, Peter, Mm -hmm. right? You know, it's so I can entangle because you know entanglement is a word. Okay, so we can entangle what you're talking about into I'm a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, coming into um, pre- I mean, coming into these different um positions, right? Like mm-hmm. you said, you came in. You you felt it out, and then from there you started going in because you had that mojito. Where did your mojito come from? I'm interested. Because um, you're crazy, <laughs> definitely crazy, and I loved it. Like it's like so like well, it's gonna be like this, and that's just that. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, where did for, that come for from? me, it just got tired. Like I just got tired of uh, just dealing with shit, like. Every single day, this this is from this is from younger. Like when I used to be younger, I used to be bullied a lot. Every single day, really? yep, every single day. What? Every single day since I started um, public school all the way up until mid year oh, high school. I would have never known that. I swear to God. Me neither. Aww. Every single day. Um, there was one day. Um, someone came to me and said something and I got tired of it and I told them to go fuck themselves and then I would push them down the staircase. Oh, oh shit. And I, almost, and I almost did. <laughs> and I almost did. You had to push them down the staircase? That's reckless. <laughs> that, that's because I get too shit. tired, tired. What made it even worse was that I had no backbone from the house. Everything was my fault. Uh, wow. That's so, what happened with me, too. But you see, the difference between you and me is my mother saw that I was acting crazy. It just got to the mm-hmm. point where they didn't believe me and they stopped believing in what I was saying and I just started going off. Mm. So, mm. technically, you can say 
the four years of high school was like probably the most rough four years of high school I ever had. Mm-hmm. Like if I was allowed to do a a rerun of high school, there was some there'll be so much things I would do differently. So many decisions that I know now were not good to do then. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, do I regret any of the decisions? No. Because, you know, that's made me at, as how I am now. Yes. But there will be certain things that I would like to tweak gotcha. from that experience that I had in high school. Mm-hmm. So it makes fast, sense. Yeah. So fast forwarding to, um, to work, um, entering a new position, um, I felt it out for a little bit because, like I said, I was the new person in the store. Um, the only person I really knew was Ray. Um, everybody else was just having a feel. The first time everybody met me, they, two or three people did not like me because I used to talk to Ray crazy. Mm-hmm. But that was just a me and Ray thing. Me mm-hmm. and Ray, just, that's how me and Ray um, interacted. Crazy. Gotcha. Um, everybody started getting accustomed <laughs> to me. Even to today. Don't forget that right, part. Even to today. Fucking crazy motherfuckers. <laughs> I can't. But, yeah. you know, people... People, um, you know, I guess people say I have a certain charm about myself that they attract towards me. Mm-hmm. And I've been, I've, everybody's been telling me this. I have a certain charm that everybody just attracts towards me. So that's what happened at work. Everybody, certain people, because not everybody I really um, attracted, um, gravitated towards me. But yeah. like the two main people that I call my friends' friends now, outside that they don't work for the company no more. I still talk to them, and, you know, we have a, a good bond with each other. Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. But it used to be hell on earth in that store. Hell yeah. on earth. Every single day. <laughs> all you would hear is me yelling. All day. What the fuck? What Yo! Get it to fucking All day. <laughs> all day. Me and uh, one of the leaderships used to get into it every single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every single day, there was no there was no day that I would have not gotten into it with her. Every single day. Lord, um, there was one point seen. that um my manager came in and she asked me, and I told them go ask your people downstairs. Mm-hmm. I used to even go downstairs, and when they used to take my food, I used to tell them put that shit right back where you found it. I, I hear didn't that. Make that shit for you. Oh, Hello. No. Mm-hmm. I used to be, I used to be one of those people. <laughs> I was like, "Oh nah, yeah, I gotta put my shit back. I didn't make this for you." And they used to argue with me back and forth, and I'll be like, "I don't give yeah. a shit." Hey, that's my selection. With me on shit that I made and I brought. And that's the selection. Our old, our old place of work was a piece of work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, so then you know, um. I was given the opportunity to go to another uh, another store, um, upstate, and um, that was the end of the episode. That was the end of me and Ray's chapter for that moment. Mm-hmm. I went up there, and me and Elena met for a brief moment. Yeah, at that time, I was a hot chef, mm-hmm. y'all. Yeah, you was a hot chef at that time. Uh, yeah, um, and then when, actually, and then the time that you came in, I was a hot chef at that time. Mm-hmm. So you met me as a hot chef. Yeah, I was hot chef at the same time. 
um, I was given a second opportunity to move up in the ladder. I took the I took the position. Mm-hmm. That was probably the worst, the 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 most difficult two months because I was just wilding out. My manager had to pull me to the side and be like, "Yo, you need to chill. You you going you going too hard. The team is not gonna work with you." Like I right, I chilled out. I was able to get the team to work with me, and um, actually, that besides the store I was in with Ray, that was my second favorite store to work in because after a while we made a bond. Mm-hmm. After me turning my eyes down, <laughs> so then um, <laughs> then I got another I got a third opportunity to go back to New York, and I took it as well, and um. Mm-hmm. I didn't start in the store that me and Elena was working in yet. But um, I think a week afterwards, well, no, I came back. We did um, the party, the company party. I met, re-met Elena, so Ray. And then I found out that Elena was going to be working with me. Ray's going to be working with me again. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And there was the other chapter that we, you know... Everybody got reunited, and we just started working. And that we first, became this knit team. <laughs> Elena couldn't stand my eyes. No. <laughs> she said no. I was she very... And I, listen, the one thing people can say about Elena is she is fucking honest, okay? I ain't gonna lie to you. Very real. If I don't like you, you're gonna know it, but I'll be very professional about it. Hey, I don't mess with you like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I fuck with that, can, though. We can keep it going from there. Mm-hmm. Continue. Yep. Um, so, we, she didn't like me at all. I actually had no issues with how I actually liked her because I liked how she worked. So. It was him and his damn juice linger, y'all. Anybody <laughs> that knows about this place, okay, it's, it's a lot of things oh, no. to do there. And it's like, yo, go do the juice linger. I mean, I get it now, because when I, when I finally got into the position that he was in, I finally understood why it was that I needed to do that damn juice slinger and do it correctly and perfectly, because yeah, that was the fundamentals it. of the damn job, which was crazy, but mm-hmm. right, he was teaching Lord. me something, I didn't even know it, but I didn't uh-huh. know it. <laughs> I didn't. So, um, she wanted to move up for, um, for the same <laughs> position I was in. And um, I was like, all right, let's, let's work with you. I got you. We got two other people in the same position. I'm going to pull you out. And you're going to work with me. Yo, she used to cry, bitch, and complain. Every time I would tell her to do something or to stop this and do this. Don't do this. Mm. This is how you're supposed to do it. Mm. She used to complain and complain oh. and complain. And what I used to do, not you better care get, and not going. give a shit and tell you, bitch. Exactly. Straight off. Get your ass over there. I ain't tell you to move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that day. Oh my God. Mind you, I had to eat that bullet. Boy, this guy is younger than me. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at him like, yo, this little whippersnapper bag, y'all, my face. 
but I knew he was trying to teach me something. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. I needed to know what he knew. He was he's senior to me working there. I I haven't been working there as long as him. So it was it was it was a very good opportunity to learn some shit. It was think, a good opportunity to learn everything. I think after at that after shop. two months of working with her, they finally gave me another opportunity to go to another store. Um, I yep. took it. I believe we shouldn't have taken it, but I took it anyway. Because <laughs> you left and then the plan went to hell. Oh, it really did. Went through oh, they hell. definitely put other people in the position that you were training for before me, but we're. You know, no salt, no shade. It's just no salt. Remember, favoritism. Okay, this shit is real out there, y'all. That's and a, it's a bitch. It that really, really is. is sick. And that's another thing too that brings forth bullying. That favoritism shit. Mm-hmm. Yo, I, I don't like that shit now one bit. I don't know how that whole shit came about. That favoritism. That favoritism broke up a lot. It fucked up a lot of shit. I'm gonna keep it, but it fucked up a lot of racism. I don't give a shit what nobody says. Not for nothing. I 100% agree with that. I agree with that. It's the same. Not for Mm -hmm. nothing. Um, Because you look out for your own. Mm -hmm. I don't. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I don't. I definitely don't. I only look after for the people that actually is gonna benefit. That's a fact. You're not gonna benefit me. yeah, no, keep it a buck. Favoritism should not exist. Reason being, like, okay, for instance, in the business, and 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 Ashley, you can you can agree to disagree with me if you like. My little business that I'm starting up, right? Mm-hmm. I have, you know, I'm shifting. I'm moving into more press-on section, whatever the case may be. Uh-huh. I have friends popping out of the damn woodwork. Hey, you think you could? You um you think you can make me this? You think you could do this? Um no, you can set an appointment and we Hello. Can do it that way. Yep. Oh, but why are you doing it like that? This that this is a business. Because... Exactly. Mm-hmm. There's no favorites here. There That's is, a fact. There is do it this way so legally I am safe. That's a fact. Not mm-hmm. oh, I'm hitting you up on some Yo, we've been cool for this amount of years. My favorite favorite line is, you don't go into Gucci or Louis Vuitton looking for discounts. Don't do that. Come in here. Thank you. Last owned does not mean cheap. Like, y'all need to unlearn that shit. It also don't mean slapping $7,000 on it just because it's black owned either. (laughs) But (laughs) you get what the fuck you pay for. Like, come on. Like, especially with nails and hair and makeup, like, this is a luxury. Thank you, you, you. It's a, mm-hmm. this is already a, a, a bonus. Like, don't, don't, don't cheat yourself out. Come on. Exactly. Yo, exactly. Like, no, thank you. There's no like, favoritism here. With That's me, not exactly. Have, with me, I have a friend. Elena, Elena and Ray know this friend. He oh, cuts boy. hair. Mm-hmm. 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 And, he but, and he cuts good. Ah. But not once have I ever. Not once have I ever. Told him, bro, um, you got me for this one? No. That's a fact. Um, between the between the four of us, I pay him more than what I'm supposed to give him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's because of what, Peter? Because Why do he, you do that? Because he made me comfortable. We became friends. And uh-huh. I gained the respect for him. There you mm-hmm. go. And that's it right there. Mm-hmm. That is it right there. 
there was no a day that, there was a day that he cut my hair. He said, "You don't have to pay me. I'm just cutting it because you got a date coming up the next day." Aww. I sent him twenty dollars, and he got mad at me for sending him twenty dollars. <laughs> Aww. Well, I just, guys, I just got to my client, so I'm, this is going to be a wrap for me for the time no being. No worries, Queen. We love you, and thank you for being here. Like your Thank you for being with us. Love Ashley. you guys, too, and right. of course. Love you. Love you guys. Enjoy. Play that client. I'm watching on Instagram, y'all. Yes, you already know. Give, it li- give that client life. <laughs> I'm a try. <laughs> All right. Later, y'all. Later, Queen. Right. Later, babies. Yo. I love that's my puff puff. That's my chocolate puff. But yo, you brought that together. I'm just saying, man. Thank you, cause I'm, 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 I'm loving her. She's she's dope. She's she's amazing. Like we when we opened together the roastery, you we had the bo- like we clicked. It's just how the me and Peter thing. That's how it was with me and her. And wow. I say, yo, I fucks with her. And everybody else, I've been cool with. I slowly got to know them, and then we slowly became okay friends. We got cool, and on top of that, like 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 Pigment, what you and Ashley was saying, like yo, I'm doing a business with food. I'm making food and shit. Yeah, this is a business. Like I like to give you good quality shit, not shitty exactly. quality. That's I'm right. very funny about that. Like I don't even if I wouldn't feed myself, it, why the fuck would I give it to you and fuck it up for myself? Hmm. Cause you have my, you have my stuff. Y'all both y'all have my shit. First of all, that cheesecake is gone. So I might be <laughs> yeah. ordering. Um, he might have to make one for my housewarming. Oh if, my god! Oh happens, Jesus! If that if I can um get what I need done, I got like 50, 70, no, about eighty five percent of it already here. I just need to. Finalize. I need another notarized paper from work, and I think I'm set. Yay! Oh, see, here we go. Here we go. This is amazing. Powder puff of life. This is amazing. I am down for it because being a, a damn entrepreneur and a podcaster, holy shit, that's a it's a work. But I'm just, I'm enjoying it. It's a lot of work, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I also know this, right? You know, just to, you know, put a rope around the topic and bring it back. Like, uh-huh. in the midst of bullying, you know, I want people to understand. When people are bullying, it's nine times out of ten that they're already hurting inside. And they're doing it. Because they don't want to look at themselves. And this is something that I'm always mentioning throughout these podcasts. I mean, I think I mentioned this almost every episode conversation. Mm. Yeah, every episode where people hate to look at themselves and 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 really inline themselves. So they'll see it in someone else and want to mess around with it. You know what I'm saying? Bullying happens a lot because of jealousy or they're afraid of something that they don't understand or there's something lacking that they don't have. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. That's yeah. true. That's true, too. But, but why don't you have it? That's exactly. That's the, that's the underlying it question. It takes you into that moment of looking at self. You... People don't like to 
Look at this. That afraid of the dark thing, looking inside and really coming to an understanding and knowing what you need to do for yourself to change to make your situation better. You know what I'm saying? People got to understand those bullies are hurt. They are, you know, miserable for whatever reason, probably being treated like shit elsewhere. So they come to these places to be assholes because they can't be that asshole where they are. And that's where the, that mojito comes up. You know, I watch um, Cats from Hell, and I love this show, Jackson Galaxy. That's my guy. He, he calls the confident cat a mojito cat. And this is the cat that, you know, just struts around with confidence. It's not allowing anyone to, to push it around. You know, it, it stands its ground without being super aggressive. And mm-hmm. that's something that, you know, people that are being bullied... That's something you got to know that you have inside of you. Even if it's, you know, God be the glory, it doesn't get to that level. But, you know, if you got to scream, you know what I'm saying? It should never result, resort to violence unless violence is being present. Mm-hmm. I'm going to always be this person. You put your hands on me, you better fucking believe I'm putting my whole body on you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if somebody's saying something, there's no reason... To be violent, there's no reason, you know, to to get to that point. The only reason why you're at that point is because you haven't allowed yourself to express. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And people that are being bullied need to understand that they have the ability. You have the ability, no matter what anybody has said to you. No matter if your mom tried to tell you that you, you this and you that and you this and that. You have it in you to really stand up for yourself Mm -hmm. and what more can a person do to you you understand what i'm saying what are they gonna do hit you hit they ass back Mm -hmm. i'll walk them out of here with a fucking frying pan watch youtube (laughs) don't hit them with no damn frying pan you know know, (laughs) frying pan well damn man you know, claws, but right, like, the image just went by my, my mind of uh, someone being hit with a frying pan. I'm weak right now, I'm always watching <laughs> cartoons, so I'm you know, Bugs Bunny's always somebody's always getting busted up with something. That damn coyote, I'm always seeing something crazy. <laughs> yep, that was a mess. No, it's the truth because it's like. What you're saying like, is absolutely true because the pe- the person that's bullying is often betrayed. They don't want to find out something about themselves that they can't really show to the world just yet or they can't face themselves in the dark because it's like with, now as you're saying it, I'm seeing it more and more when, I, when I'm like, okay, when I'm performing, that, I put that as an example. When I'm performing, I'm like, I'm on top of the world. I'm with my peoples. We're encouraging, uplifting people. I'm like, all I'm here is to uplift, encourage, and, sh- and share with them that I'm fighting alongside with them. It doesn't make me better than anybody. It doesn't mean I got the, the training skills to say, hey, I'm uppity. I'm this. No. I'm just here showing my appreciation, saying, yo, I'm fighting alongside with you, and thank you for giving me this opportunity, because a person like me don't get these much opportunities around. Besides being judged, like being teased, saying like, oh, you can't pick up this move, that, and the third. I said, honey, 
I'm not a trained dancer. I just learn from people around me. All I can do is keep practicing, practicing until I get the hang of it. And the more that I stayed in the group that I was performing with, the better I've gotten. I learned not to give and learn to stay more confident. If I could be confident on stage, I could be confident off the stage. It was a very big struggle at that point, but now I'm slowly understanding that. Slowly. Not slowly. I'm going to need you to. Not, you, yes. Hold on. Not, not slowly, that. but let because me. Because you rewind, are but, beautiful when I see you. I don't see none of the things that have been exhibited in this conversation. I don't see a lack of confidence. I don't see anyone that doesn't know what they're doing. When you dance, when you let go, Ray, like it's, you look so free, so knowing, like you know what you're doing. You know when you're about to land on your tippy toes and hit that clap on beat. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, and that's what people also need to understand. Okay, it's a moment of time. And let me outsource that. Mm -hmm. It may not be in your community. Create it. Create your outsource. Research it. There's so many different things to get into. And if you can't get there, create it. You know what I mean? But when you're out there doing your thing, I don't see that person, man. It's like like I'm this person where all the pain is gone and... I just want to let go and just be free. And when I do focus on letting go, I just want to enjoy myself. That's how what's all in my head. I just want to enjoy this moment with the people that I'm dancing with. They're like my second family. And we share about, we share everything. So it's just kind of like, and when I'm doing it, it's like, how can I say this? When I was in the group, when I'm in the group, people, I wanted people to see all of us. Not just me, but throughout the throughout the years in the group, I was always in the back. I was always in the back, just doing my best. I didn't even care if I was in the center point. I, as long as I was on stage with my peeps, that's all the fuck I ever cared about. And then when right. people started paying more close attention towards me, after every one of my, I think some of my people left because I danced in Rock the Era like back in 20, 2010. Late 2009, early 2010. And we was prepping for this event to go to Philly. All the people that I've ever known, either they graduated to men's and women's division. I stayed in touch with them. Either they moved or so forth. I was like one of the OG members from that time period. Stayed in the group for the whole time to now. All the way through till now. I was the only member. People came back here and there, but I was like the only one from that Rock the Era crew stuck with it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, mind you, I had no dance training, no nothing. I just, all I learned was from everybody else. And I just kept practicing and kept chanting and that's all I kept doing. And that's when I kind of like, people, I think back in 20, I think 2015, 20, like around 20. 13, 14, 15, and 16, I think that's when I began to start really noticing, like, okay, they really are watching me. What the hell? And I was like, I wasn't even expecting it. I was just, like, expecting the whole group being watched. But they were focused on me. And I'm like, I'm not the star of the show. I'm just myself, just like everybody else. 
You know, I was like, everybody, yeah, like they see me let go. And it's like, I don't open up like that towards people in the organization because I've always gotten this first taste of being like, being looked at weird and different because I'm not them. And I'm like, no, that's not the case. And that's when all this stuff started, hold, I started holding in from when I was practicing at the time. I'm still chanting. It was to the point it got during the pandemic it got so bad like I had to face those feelings I was going to stop chanting for good and I had I posted on Facebook and the some of my peeps I was cool was like yo let's don't do it don't stop don't stop I had someone inbox me don't stop don't let anyone make you feel any other type of way because you're doing something right with your practice that means you're doing something right you knew this was going to come up don't stop you're doing something right. Despite what anybody else say, fuck them. This is your practice. Your life. You have the power. Don't let anyone take that power from you. Oh no, don't bring that back in here. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm mopping. Because, um, it's, yeah, it's like, when I got that encouragement, it started clicking. I was like, okay. Because I didn't trust a lot of people. The only people I trusted was like you guys and that was it. <laughs> and a couple of other people in the dance crew and that was pretty much it. But um, other than that, I just had to keep going and I learned how to use my confidence when I'm on that stage and I put it into my daily life. Like, hey, be confident as you are now. So I'm still proud. Well, when I'm on stage... I do it naturally. Then when now I'm learning to do it in the outside world, and that's okay. And I'm and see what I'm saying. Um, it's about the language that we use with ourselves, right? Like we want to speak positive into positive, right? Mm-hmm. So because you may not feel that you have it, I'm glad you said it that way. I'm working on it, and as you're working on it. And you start seeing things, acknowledge that. Like, yo, I really did that. Cool. And that's you now. Now it's not a try. It's a, yo, I did that. And I can do that all the time. And then Mm -hmm. it starts becoming carefree. And then it's like second nature. It's like, oh, well, I'm doing it like this now. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what happened with me. So it's just like now. And you have people that's within the organization they're like they try to be like oh we just want you to fit in we want you to do this this that and the third and I'm like no you never cared about what I was doing all this time y'all been watching me why you guys caring now you never care about me fitting in your actions showed you didn't care about me fitting in why care now because I'm what I'm going to men's division now and now with this whole pandemic going on, it's really it's revealing the truth. Whatever was in the dark will come into the light. Mm-mm. Now y'all feel a type of way. Y'all gotta take responsibility for y'all part now. Just like what I'm doing, y'all gotta do the same thing. Or as you will you will never get out the cycle of struggle that you're dealing with. The struggles that they're dealing with is because all the causes they put out in the universe and now shit is coming back. They're like, why is this happening to me? No, you did this to such and such person or that to 
cause you to for this effect to come, to happen. Now right. it's happened. Mm-hmm. Suck it up. You I'm threw it out there. See, look at that. Mm-hmm. You got it. You put it out there. Prepare to receive in return. And exactly. that's how I caught on very quickly when in the practice. That's when I saw my first benefits. I was like, "Oh shit! Oh, they want to be shady." But they're gonna feel it and they felt in return. I saw I'm doing the right move. I and ever since then I've been like speaking up about it. And I told told to one of my leaders what was going on. And they're even working with me to nip it in the bud. Mm. Because they've seen it and they've heard it. I even had to help Elena Peter, I had to help someone mm-hmm. in their practice to get back into their practice again. I ran into someone while I was going to the beach with you, Elena. This was the other day. Oh, wow. And I never got to tell you, but I told my study group what happened. I think this when I was on my way to the beach, I ran into an SGI member and he was like, oh my gosh, are you from Dance Crew from Rock the Era? I see you perform all the time. I said, oh, well, thank you. And I didn't recognize them because I'm, oh, I'm so used to seeing everybody watch me. But I didn't recognize him. But he, but I have met him before, but it was from somewhere else a long time ago. But he was in the Rock the Era performance groups like I was. But he stopped practicing because all the shady stuff that was going on. I told him, bro, don't let people's opinion or the bullshit that's affecting on the outside deteriorate you from your practice I had to go through the same thing I had to chat with someone with with someone with um one of my friends because they was helping me I was in the same position you was in so I'm going to tell you like my friends helped me don't deteriorate your practice because you're doing something right for a change you're doing something that you can do and you can shine in your own unique way exactly I said I said look at me like yo I've been in I would never think I'd be in dance group this entire time and why gain gain the amount do you know what it was Elena to be keeping a butt with between y'all two I never thought I was good enough for anything because they said no way you gotta practice y'all do this this that okay I got all that they were so quick to doubt instead of encourage they thought that was encouragement and it can't turn out to be it wasn't and until I started believing in myself this practice forced me to believe in myself that's when I started seeing it and that's why I started regaining a little bit of my confidence back my mojo back of who and I that's was that's how you use religion that's how people should use religion right there mm-hmm. and that's and some people don't some of the people that don't do that they get beside themselves when they get a higher position and they don't realize the causes they throw out there is causing disunity and that's the very thing that y'all trying to prevent not to happen. So you need to pull back these people and say, hey, we're not here to pull people away from their practice. We're here to unite. How are you going to have world peace? You can't unite the people that's within your own group or your own religious religious organization. How are you going to do that? Can't do it like that. It's going to backfire and rip everything and all the hard work that this person done. It's going to rip apart. So now it's like you you see what we're doing. Look at the problem. Now let's fix it and mend it and avoid that bullcrap at all costs. 
And that's what I sat there and did for this young man. And he's so happy that I helped him out. And I'm so proud that I've helped him out because I didn't want to want to go through the same thing I went through. We look out for each other. So that's what I, it made me like think like I'm in, I'm in the right place at the right time. I'm doing this mm-hmm. right. Cause that's what we're supposed to do. Up, like we're supposed to uplift people, not discourage or devalue anyone's life because of exactly. social status. That's not what we're about. How do you want? How do you want to promote world peace if you're getting beside yourself? Oh, because I'm a region leader. I'm gonna do what I want to do, or oh, I'm serious. I'm gonna talk to you this type of way. That's the same attitude that's gonna get you in a dark place where you're gonna lose all your blessings and your benefits. And everything you said is the attitude of the world. And that's why we have a problem, which is why I said earlier that things like this, you know, all that coming into power and feeling as though, you know, you're blind and you, you need to do it like you, you do it like this because you're in the position like people. And this is the problem. People don't want to underline and understand where all that stuff comes from. And that stuff is systematic mm-hmm. racism, and it comes from racism. And it, this is exactly why it is the way it is, and it needs to change. When people start seeing it for that one underlying thing, that's why, you know, I mentioned the whole thing about the English language and how things get mm-hmm. misconcepted. Yeah. You know, people need to come down to that underlying understanding of what it is and eradicate it. Mm-hmm. That is just it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Lord, this was powerful, y'all. This was really this was powerful. Really like, powerful conversation. It was really liberating, and I'm like, I'm just happy I finally let it out because people misjudged me for so many years or misunderstood me for so many years, and now I shared my truth. Like, I hope people can, like, once I shared my story, I hope people can understand, like, hey, yo, this person went through hell, and look how he's turning out. I'm now a podcaster and a damn entrepreneur on top of that. Yes. And it's like, who would ever think I'd be a podcaster and an entrepreneur? I always picture myself being an entrepreneur, being my own boss, but not at the expense how it manifested. I was like, Okay. Okay. I'm on this. At the same time, you let go and you stop with the limitations. And, you know, that's you also. And I want you to know that healing from your bullying. All Mm -hmm. of this, you talking. Yeah, it's like it, it, we had, I had to heal. It's time for healing because not just for me, but for all of us. I was like, it's time. I can't hold this in anymore. I'm a human being just like a turkey ball, just like everybody else. Very true. And it's like, if people don't want to understand me, fuck them. Then that's their loss. I ain't got time. I'm 35. We grown-ass people now. We got shit to do. And I'm just a, I'm just a chocolate thug at heart. Yep, yep. Does anybody else got anything to talk or share or become one with the power of three and turkeys?
No, I think we covered everything. No. Oh my gosh. Elena? Pookie. Oh no. I don't want this whole thing to prop out again. Well, it looks like that concludes this wonderful segment. Thank you, Peter and Elena, for Mm -hmm. always joining in and expressing your thoughts as always, keeping a book. I appreciate it. And we're gonna do this on the on next time around. You know how we do it. Mm-hmm. And you guys, we're gonna start posting episodes every Saturday from here on out, because based on everyone's work schedule, we're gonna do our best to post every Saturday so we can give you the best content, the best tea, the best titles and food on top of it. As your booty bear, we're gonna have encouragement right after this. Thanks, Peter. Thanks, Elena. Bye. Hey, you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed that amazing segment about about episode eight of bullying. Um, I hope this gives you guys an insight of and also a little peep into my world showing you that even I, like myself, Elena and Peter and Ashley, we we all go through this. We all go through the same similar suffering, and bullying is not a good thing. It it always sucks, and it does affect other people. And like at the end, you always learn to always persevere, love yourself, and always always win. It can be very very hard, but at the end of the tunnel, you will prevail and you guys will win. So, with that also said, I want to have a little quote for you guys, like I do in every episode. And this quote is by Dan Pierce. It says, people who love themselves don't hurt other people. The more we hate ourselves, the more we want others to suffer. I want you guys to listen to that quote one more time. Let me repeat it. People who love themselves don't hurt other people. The more we hate ourselves, the more we want others to suffer. So that should give you a bit of tea why bullies do the way they do. Because they hate themselves and they see something that they don't want to face. And this gives them the opportunity to say, hey, let's transform it. Even though we may like want to punch them in the face half the damn time and like I did with one of my bullies when I went through in high school, kick the shit out of people or dealing people at work that want to yell at you. I was nearly duck people with a frying pan. Wasn't my best idea, but hey, we're human beings and it ain't easy because people like to test you out of character and it's, it's very important that you can't step yourself out of character and stay firmly within, even though you just want to get them so bad. Stay, hold your ground, always love yourself no matter what. Don't ever change for anybody for who they are on top of that, you guys. Understand my Buddha Bear family? Your life is more precious than you ever need. You are worth it. You are more than enough. And with this, I leave you guys with this quote. I hope you think about it. If you want to hear more other episodes, please wait, follow me on Spotify. Spot also on Apple Podcasts. I'm on iHeartRadio, Castbox, 
I'm on many other listening platforms. Also, if you want to follow me on social media, like my Instagram or my Snapchat, my Instagram is Ray Evolution 85. That's my personal one. And the podcast one is Buddha Bear Talks at 2020. And if you want to also follow my Snapchat, because I do be on there sometimes, promoting uh, promoting everything and also being silly. My Snapchat is RH33601. Guys, thanks again so much. I love every single one of you. If you also want to subscribe, also help me sponsor me with more episodes, you are more than welcome to. Please don't be afraid or hesitate to um, put your whole heart into it. Donate as little as much as you can because I want to give you guys the best content as much as possible. And from this moment on, we're going to try to distribute episodes every Saturday because some of our work schedules, because I'm going to do it every Monday, but our work schedules is really different. People are working. Some of my coworkers are working and I want to do it on a day where we're all united and free. So we're going to try to do our best to do it every Saturday. Okay. If not, we're going to try to hit it on Sundays. Please be safe. I love you. My Buddha Bear fans, keep your head up. We're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Never be defeated. Always win and always persevere and become that strong Buddha Bear that you always are deep down within the bottom pit of your soul. Until then, you guys, see you next time. Until the next episode. Peace, y'all. <laughs>